Hey G12 family, welcome to our podcast. We are so excited to have you here. We know this message will draw you closer to God's word, his will, and his way wherever you are. Enjoy the message. Well, as you know, we're talking about Jesus is king. How many of you that Jesus is king? Okay, so I was reading this passage this week, and uh, it reminded me, one, the reason why we're here, and second, um, the meaning, the true meaning of this building, and not only of this building, the true meaning of ourselves, of our bodies, the reason why we're here on earth, and I want you guys to turn, uh, open your Bibles if you have one, and you're going to turn to the book of Romans, chapter 14, verse 17. Romans chapter 14, verse 17. And if you don't have a Bible, that's okay. We have it on the screens for you. You can just read it with us. It says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. Come on, right before Thanksgiving. (laughs) Right before Thanksgiving, I get this word. So it says, it's not a matter of eating and drinking what one likes. How many of you like eating and drinking? Come on, be sincere. Right? Now, then the kingdom of God is about what? Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Come on, say it with me. Righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So that's what the kingdom of God is. The kingdom of heaven is all about. So tonight I want to explain to you this word kingdom. Say with me kingdom. Kingdom, Kingdom, you know it represents or that means that we have a king and that king for us is Jesus. So let me ask you something. Is Jesus really your king? Many people are singing and I heard uh, an interview. I don't know if if you saw Sunday service at Lakewood Church. If you you saw it, it was pretty cool. So they asked, and, and I was, you know, listening to an interview, and they were asking the this artist, why did you put that title, Jesus is King? You know what he said? He said that he was doubting, like, he's like, at first, he's like, should I, should I call it Jesus is King? Maybe we should put another name to it, to, to this new album. But... Then he said, that's the bottom line. That's the reality. Jesus is my king because he changed my life, he said. And then he said that he went to ask some Christians. And you know what the Christians said? The Christians, they said, it's too Christian. Don't do it. Weird, right? Crazy. The Christians said, oh, you know, it sounds too Christian. Maybe you should try something else. And then he went to ask his friends, you know, like people in Hollywood, people that never heard of God. And he said, my album is going to be called Jesus is King. And they said, that's so cool. I love it. And he says that people started asking him, when is Jesus Jesus is King dropping? Let me know. I want to hear it. I want to see how it sounds. And so many times we just live for this world And we don't understand that we live 
on a kingdom. And our kingdom is not from this earth. It's not about eating or drinking. Our kingdom is not about our desires. Our kingdom is about what God wants to do in our lives. Come on. And I have good news for you. Several news. But the first one is that if Jesus is king, that means that we are heirs. So you inherit the blessing. So many, so many people think, oh, if Jesus is king, that means I'm a follower. But God didn't create you to be a follower. Because God created Adam and Eve and he told them, you should rule over the earth. You should name the animals. You should enjoy. So we go back to the text of Romans. And it says the kingdom of God is about righteousness and peace and joy. Are you living a life of righteousness, peace and joy? So many people are not experiencing God's uh, way of life, God's, God's kingdom. Because they're not living in righteousness. They're not living at peace. And they're not really enjoying God's joy, the joy that he came to give us. So the question is, is Jesus really your king? So turn to the person next to you and ask him, is Jesus really your king? So if Jesus is your king, then you live for the kingdom. So your goal is to live for the kingdom. So your life should be a life of righteousness towards other people, doing always the right thing. Your life should be a life of peace. You should be at peace with yourself. So many people have everything in life and then they go to sleep at night and they can't sleep. So many people have to have pills, medicine. They have to medicate themselves in order to sleep well at night. That's because they're not living inside God's kingdom. And it's only one step away. You just need to take one step and you're in God's kingdom. You take one step, a step away and then you get away. You get away of God's kingdom and his blessing over your life. Let's go back to the book of Romans chapter 14 verse 17. So it says the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking. So many of us are just concerned about our own needs. You, you're, you're concerned about what am I going to eat tomorrow? What, what am I going to drink? What am I going to do? I need to work in order to, you know, get a life, buy this, buy that, and get a better life for my, myself and my family. And that's all fine. But sh your life should not be just about eating and drinking your life is worth more than just eating and drinking because you know what your body has a time limit but your soul is eternal and your soul belongs to the kingdom and you decide which kingdom your soul belongs to with your decisions and your soul should belong to the kingdom of God and when you, when you belong to that kingdom, that's when righteousness comes, that's when peace comes, and that's with, when joy comes over your life. So let's go back to now another book of the Bible, another chapter of the book of Matthew, 
Matthew chapter 3, verse 16. You know, all the verses that are 316 are important. Right? Which one do you know? That's the only one. That's the one everyone knows. John 3.16. You remember it probably from Sunday school. So now let's go back to Matthew, which is before John. And Matthew 3.16 says, when he had been baptized, he's talking about Jesus. Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. Let's read verse 17. And it says, and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Jesus was getting baptized by John. He got baptized and right after he heard a voice from heaven. The heavens open before him. So... Do you want heavens to open before you? Do you want the blessing of God to come upon your life? It's just one decision away. And it's to live in the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, there is blessing over your life. A few people got baptized last week. How many of you got, got baptized last week? Come on. Raise your hand. Give it up for them. If you were baptized last week, I want you to raise your hand proudly and say, I came in the coldest day. <laughs> were you guys cold a little bit? Yeah? Can you believe it? It was so hot. And then that day, <laughs> right? That's the way God works. It's so crazy. But they did it because they wanted to. Make that decision to say, now I belong to the kingdom of God. And what happens when you belong to the kingdom? It happens, the same thing happens that happened to Jesus happens to you. And what happened to Jesus is that the heavens were open. So the heavens are going to be open for you. And blessing is going to come your way because you made that decision. How many of you believe this? How many of you that got baptized? Come on, praise God. You believe it. Now, on verse 17, it says, and suddenly, so say it with me, suddenly, a voice came from heaven saying, this is my beloved son. That's, that's what God says to you when you belong to that kingdom. Suddenly, you know, the kingdom of God is a kingdom of suddenly. Suddenly, things are going to happen. Suddenly, things are going to come your way. God is going to surprise you. But you have to belong to God's kingdom. How many of you are ready for blessings? Now, let's read the next chapter. Ch chapter 4, verse 17. In the next chapter, then Jesus begins his ministry and verse 17 says from that time Jesus began to preach and to say repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand so say with me the kingdom of heaven is at hand the kingdom is coming the kingdom of God is coming and is coming your way with sudden blessings he wants to bless you but in order for you to receive the blessing you gotta become part of that kingdom so you gotta live in righteousness you have you gotta have peace and you gotta live in joy are you living a life of joy 
Are you living a life of righteousness? It's so easy to go astray from that life of righteousness. Because the opportunity presents, you know, to do the wrong thing maybe one time. And that one time could be your last time. What about your life in eternity? You can make that decision today. And if you came here for the first time, I want to present to you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. And start being part of that kingdom of God, that kingdom of heaven. Because when you do, when you're part of that kingdom, blessing comes upon your life. The heavens are open and you start seeing that suddenly things are going to start to change. Maybe you're going through darkness right now. But if you give your life to Christ, everything is going to change. It could change in just one second. How many of you say amen? amen? So the kingdom of God is not a place. The kingdom of heaven is not a place that you go to. The kingdom of God is a mindset. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of faith. It's a way of believing that miracles can come and miracles will come upon your life. Do you believe this? So you need to change the way you think. Because the kingdom of God is not about power, but a kingdom. The kingdom of God is about authority. When you have authority, it's more even powerful than just to have power. Because when you have power, you're just conforming to the laws of the world. But when you have authority, you can give orders in faith and miracles are going to start to happen. How many of you say, I believe it? I believe it. So let me tell you, if you're an heir, you have authority. You have authority to say, Lord... Your will will be done in my life. Your kingdom will come. Your kingdom will come upon my life. And everything that the enemy wanted to do in me is going to have to go right now. Because I have authority as a child of God. And I belong to the kingdom of heaven. How many of you say, I'm ready? ready. How many of you say, I'm ready? ready? So if you're ready... You need to allow God to establish his kingdom in your life. You need to allow God to establish his kingdom in your family. When you live for the king, the king is number one in your life. He's the most important person for you and for your family. He's the most important person in you and that's why you give him your best that's why you wake up and the first thing you do is to pray and say Lord I want to have a relationship with you because you're a part of that kingdom you give your life for that kingdom and when you establish his kingdom on your life when you establish God's kingdom everything that the enemy wanted to do has to stop right away because you have the authority in the name which is above, above all names and that name is the name of Jesus. Jesus has the power. Jesus has the power to turn everything around. So I don't know what's going on in your life. Maybe you're going through a difficult 
situation, a hard time in your finances, in your family, let me tell you, God can turn everything around. But you need to become part of the kingdom of light. Because maybe you're going through a time of darkness. And to stop darkness, you got to turn on the light. And the name of the light, his name is Jesus. And if you invite him to come upon your life, to come into your heart, he can change everything because there is nothing impossible for him. The kingdom of God needs to be established in our lives and the enemy needs to go in the name of Jesus. The book of Psalms chapter 24 verse 2 says the earth is the Lord's and everything in it the world and all its people belong to him say it with me all its people belong to him who do you belong to who do you belong to who do you belong to so you need to live for him every single day of your life knowing that he's with you so you're not going to be afraid you're not going to be in trouble because even if you're in trouble he's going to help you he's going to carry you he's going to help you out and everything is going to change everything is going to turn around how many of you say amen, amen. how many of you say amen, amen. and i want to finish by reading this passage out of matthew again Matthew chapter 21 verse 1 says, Now when they drew near Jerusalem and became to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples. Verse 2, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Lose them and bring them to me. Verse 3, And if anyone says anything anything to you you shall say the Lord has need of them and immediately he will send them you know I was thinking about this passage the whole week and I kept reading it time after time and I knew God had something for me but I couldn't I couldn't get it so I started reading it on Monday I read it on Monday morning and I was like Lord I know you I know you want to tell me something here but I I didn't get it so I read it Tuesday and guess what happened nothing come on it's good you know me I'm predictable you know what I'm gonna say Wednesday came and guess what nothing say wow when you belong to the kingdom of God when you belong to that kingdom then you got to try and you got to try and you have a different mindset. You have the mindset of a warrior. You have the mindset of an heir. You're not just following. You know God has something for you. And I knew God had something for me in this passage. And I kept reading it. And guess what? Nothing. Thursday came. And I read it again. And I was writing the notes for this message since Monday. And uh, I knew, I knew God had something for me, but I couldn't get it. Then Friday came and nothing. <laughs> but this morning, as I was reading again, 
I, I understood what God wanted me to understand. I finally got, you know, that little piece of faith that completed the puzzle that started on Monday. And many of you, I feel many people here have been looking for an answer. And they've been looking and, you know, they go, oh God, I know you have something. Is that you? I know you have something for me. Is that you? And then finally, you're coming here and God is telling you right now, right here, God is telling you, this is the time. I'm going to show you something different. I'm going to show you what it means to belong to God's kingdom because I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you. So here it is. It's not a super like, wow, you're not going to go, wow. If you go, that's fine. But I thought it was pretty cool. It's pretty simple. And, uh, you know, I was looking at, at the passage and I was saying, I read different versions, you know, different commentaries. And they all said the same thing. And I was like, I can't believe it. I don't really understand what God wants me to see. What, what is it? And I finally got it this morning as I was reading the passage. And Jesus is sending out his disciples to practically like get someone's donkey and a colt. Like, hey, can I just get this horse and this little donkey? Yeah, that's fine. You can take it. Okay, bye. That's what Jesus was trying to tell them. And they said, what if... I imagine like, you know, the faces of the disciples like, okay, so we just go there. And then Jesus says, just tell them that the Lord, tell them that the king needs them. So God has a blessing for you and God has been telling you to go get it. And you've been thinking, can I just go get it? That's weird. Because I don't have what it takes. I don't have the resources. I don't have the money to pay for it. But that's, that's part of God's vision. That's part of God's purpose on him becoming the king of your life. Because that donkey was going to be the instrument where Jesus was going to sit on to become a king into Jerusalem. He was going to come riding it and saying, I am the king I am the king. And God said to his disciples, Jesus said to his disciples, yep, you're just going to go and you're going to say, the Lord is in need of them. Please, let me take them. And Jesus said to them, and immediately he will say, okay, take them. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. They went, found the man, found the donkey, found the little horse. And they said, can we take them? Why, why are you going to take those? The Lord needs them. Okay, take them. So let me tell you something that God told me to tell you tonight. So many of you are in need of a horse and a donkey. Many of you need resources maybe you're looking for an answer from God maybe you're looking for an opportunity God 
is going to open the way for you. And you're going to just go and take that blessing. Because God knows it's for His kingdom and for His glory. It's not going to be for your glory. And you're sitting down right now. You're thinking, ah, oh, I don't know if that's going to happen. I cannot just go and ask for a raise. I cannot just go and get a better job. I cannot just go and fix my family at the twist of my fingers. But that's what God is saying. Jesus is saying to you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. No, don't think about how hard it is. Come on, praise God if you believe it. Praise God if you believe this is the time. So as I was reading and as I was praying for this message, God put in my heart different people that needed an opportunity, that needed a miracle. Maybe your miracle has a shape of a donkey. Maybe your miracle has a shape of a new job. Maybe your miracle has a shape of an opportunity to start something new, to get out of there, to fix your relationships, to fix your emotions. It doesn't matter what shape your miracle has. But let me tell you, you just need to go out and do it. You just need to get out of this meeting and you're going to go out and you're going to ask for that blessing. And guess what? Your blessing is going to show. Your blessing is going to come in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, stand up right now. And as you stand up, As you stand up in an act of faith, even if this is the first time you come, imagine the faces of the 12 of Jesus. They were getting ready to go into Jerusalem, the great city. Jesus had risen Lazarus from the dead a few days before. So they knew that Jesus was coming. The people were expecting Jesus. And right before Jesus comes in, he looks at the disciples and he tells them, Can you just please go and bring me that little horse and that little donkey? I need them. Imagine their faces. They were like, we don't have any money. We don't know the people. We don't have the resources. We don't have what it takes. And before they say something, Jesus says, I know what you're thinking. I know your thinking is going to be hard. I know you're thinking they're going to say no. I know you're thinking it's going to be impossible. I know what you're thinking. The doctor said that's going to happen. I know what the doctor said, that you're sick, that it is impossible for you to get healed. But now I say just one word is enough. The Lord needs your miracle. The Lord wants your miracle. And the Lord commands your miracle. He is the king over your life. And if he's the king, just one word is enough. Just one word is enough for the king. You know what happens in my house? I am the father. And what happens in my house? 
everyone does what I say I wish. That's speaking in faith, you know. Well, let's say I'm the little donkey. Jesus rides right here. And I'm, as I walk, Jesus is king. And he's sitting down on my back. So everything he says, that's what everyone's going to do. Well, really, I'm not really the one that makes the decisions in my house with my wife. That's why everyone was laughing. But really, the reality is that Jesus is the king of my life. And everything happens because he gives an order. And I'm that little donkey. You know, I'm like carrying him everywhere. And whatever he says, that's what I do. And that's why we see blessing. And that's why he wants you to do the same thing. He wants to write on your life. He wants to be a light on top of you. Because he's going to guide you every step of the way. And one word is enough. One word is enough. So right now, right there where you are. I want, I want to challenge you to pray for whatever miracle you need. Maybe it will sound crazy. Maybe it will sound like, wow, outrageous. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's possible. But I want to challenge you to say it in faith. You're going to believe even if this is your first time, you're going to believe for a crazy miracle. And you're going to come next week saying, you know what? You know what? I went for that donkey. I went for that horse. And they said, okay, you can take it. Because I know it's not because of you. It's because of? It's because of? It's not because of you. It's because of? Jesus is your king and the miracle is going to happen in the next few days and you're just going to believe it. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? I know I'm asking you for a lot, but if you, if you just believe, the miracle is going to happen. The miracle is going to take place even if it sounds crazy. How crazy it is to go get donkey, a donkey and a colt. Get two animals, bring them to me. That's crazy. You don't need a a horse, you don't need a donkey to come into Jerusalem. That's crazy. Well, that's how God works. That's what the kingdom of heaven does. Is the kingdom of suddenly. Is the kingdom of crazy. Is the kingdom of righteousness. The kingdom of peace. And the kingdom of joy. So right there where you are, you're going to place your hand over your heart. And as we worship. I want you to pray and declare that miracle and that miracle is going to happen in the name of Jesus. As we sing, just pray in your own words. Pray for that miracle. Thanks so much for tuning in. Before you go, make sure to click the follow button so you never miss what's new. We would love to connect with you. You can follow us on Instagram at G12Church and share with us how this message has impacted you. Until next time.